The world is waking up, and you finding your way here today is no coincidence. The spirit world always has a way of guiding us where we most need to be at the absolute perfect time. I'm your host, Lindsay Morlock, and you're listening to The Guided Podcast, where we explore how the spirit world works on our behalf to guide us along our paths. This is where you'll learn how to live a life that is both conscious and connected, so you can supercharge your pathway to healing and open to life's magic and miracles. Come along this journey to see how guided you truly are. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another solo episode of Guided. This week, we are diving into the topic of your life's purpose. You know, it's a very Western belief that our purpose in life is all about our career or what we do. Think about it. When we're meeting new people and extending our hands to greet one another, the conversation is generally some prescriptive mix of our name coupled with what we do for a living. And having traveled to different places in the world, I'm acutely aware that other cultures don't lead with the work they do for a living quite like Americans do. And the reason I share this observation is because it's apparent that there's a deep groove in our society about what we do for work and what that means or what that implies about who we are as people and how we show up. And while our work is absolutely or can absolutely be incredibly purposeful, we're human beings. We're not human doings. And yet so often our purposes are confused by what we do for a living. I know for me, being a chief operating officer and leaving a corporate job to then leap into this spiritual entrepreneurship journey, you know, it was exciting. Now that it's been a year since I've been fully out of corporate life, I can say that one of the biggest shifts I've had to make has been in terms of my mindset around my purpose, around the concept of doing, of what I do, and untethering what I do for a living from my identity. And so today, when someone asks, me what I do for a living, I momentarily freeze. Honestly, I have yet to find a way to answer this question in a way that feels completely good to me. And it's not because I'm judging what I do. It's because I've learned that what I'm doing with my life is freeing myself. I'm freeing myself from the bondage I've held myself in as a function of all the paradigms and all the beliefs that have been imposed upon me and that I have unconsciously adopted as I've moved through my life. You know, my purpose for this lifetime is about unlearning all of these things, seeing the truth of who I really am and building and living an authentic life from that place. But that's kind of a long-winded esoteric answer for your average networking event or cocktail party, right? So when someone asks me, what I do for a living, I don't answer this question the same way every time. Sometimes I tell people I offer a buffet of spiritual energy work. You know, sometimes I tell people I'm a coach because I don't feel like explaining what I do and getting into it. And most people are familiar enough with that term to have a general sense of what you're talking about. And sometimes I tell people all the modalities I do. I do breath work. I do hand analysis. I'm doing divine family coaching. You know, other times I just tell people that I help them connect with their own spiritual support teams and learn how to work with them to be guided in their own life. You know, the point is my answer changes all the time because my work and how I do it grows and evolves as I grow and evolve. And I don't like to be put in boxes. And while I'm sure this content is ripe for a marketing person looking to help me narrow down my target market, I don't feel any inclination to do that. And that too is purposeful. And one of the reasons for that is that at my core, what I truly believe my purpose is about is building 
building a life that I don't need a vacation from. My purpose is about returning back to my essence, returning back to this state of oneness, of wholeness, of love. And the way that I do that in this lifetime is building a life that allows me to step more fully into who I am and who I have come here to be. And who I am has nothing to do with what I do. But I've had to and still have to consciously remember that because it's so deeply ingrained in me. What I do may be a byproduct or something that comes through me as a function of who I am, but it doesn't define who I am. And this is a really hard concept for us to wrap our brains around, especially in a culture that encourages people to hustle for their worth and ties identity to the work that we're doing in the world. And this is why we have such a hard time, I think, leaving jobs or being let go from a job. You know, so much of our identity gets wrapped up in this false sense of who we think we are as a function of what we do in the world. And it can be really challenging to sift through all of those cords that keep us tethered to these false identities. So this is where knowing your life purpose can be really helpful. Many of you know that I read hands and a piece of the information that we decode from the fingerprints is known as your life's purpose. Some people have one purpose. Some people have multiple purposes. There's no formula for this, but it is a specific aspect of your soul's blueprint for actualization in this lifetime. And hand analysis has really helped me to understand what our purpose is about in a way that has helped me to sort through the noise that society imparts on us around this topic. So I'm going to try to offer you that same perspective today. So in hand analysis, we believe that your life purpose is a way of being day in and day out. So let me say that again. It's a way of being, not a way of doing. So it's a way of being. And the more that you align with that way of being, the more joyful and fulfilling life will feel. However, when we are out of alignment with that way of being, while we might be putting forth effort into the things that we're doing, we tend to feel exhausted or drained or fatigued by life and the things that we're doing. When we are truly in alignment with our purpose, we're putting forth effort into the things that we're doing, but they feel effortless. They fuel you. They energize you. And that's how you'll know that you're aligned with that purpose because it makes you feel good. And that's what's so important for us to pay attention to, our emotions, our alignment. So you know I talk about alignment a lot on this podcast. And as a friendly reminder, our alignment is whether you feel good or you don't feel good, right? It's always giving us feedback. Our emotions are our personal GPS, and they're constantly guiding us and providing us with real-time feedback about whether or not we are on track and aligned with our purpose, or if we've taken a bit of a detour. And let me just say that we all go in and out of alignment with our purpose. So don't be hard on yourself if you're feeling out of alignment with that, because the contrast can be helpful in pointing us in the direction of our actual alignment. So all of it is purposeful, even if it doesn't always feel great in the process. But in our modern day culture of doing, of hustling, of pushing through, I believe we also encourage people to plow right on through their emotions until something happens that offers the wake up call that we need, whether it's a feeling of emptiness or a feeling of unfulfillment, or maybe we feel totally burnt out or maybe something more serious like an illness or an injury that's trying to get our attention. You know, something eventually wakes us up to the fact that what we are currently doing isn't serving us when we're out of alignment. So this contrast can be really helpful.
helpful in showing us the way to our right life. I know for me, it's never been totally black and white. For example, for years I worked in higher education. I worked with college students, planning new student orientation programs. I was doing academic advising. I was coordinating student activities at one point. I loved working with student leaders. I loved helping them through their life transitions and helping them navigate their potential futures in the process. And I loved working on a college campus and all of the opportunities that that afforded me. However, there were also things I didn't love about it. I was often disgusted by the political environment and how decisions were made. I didn't love having to work so many nights and weekends and holidays. You know, I was expected to put in a lot of hours for fairly little pay relative to the level of education that was required for me to hold the position I did. So while there were some aspects of that career that lit me up, there were other aspects that didn't. So I was both aligned and out of alignment with my purpose in this particular career. But I was aligned with my purpose in other areas of my life at that time. At that time in my life, I was taking a lot of time to care for my physical body. That was aligning for me. I was able to travel and have different adventures. That was aligning for me. I decided to pursue, you know, different trainings on how to read hands and coaching so I could start to build the side business. That was really aligning for me. I was investing in myself with a coach and evolving as a result. So all of these things, while they weren't my job, they were all aligned with my purpose or me moving towards my purpose. And so despite the fact that they required effort. They felt effortless. They were aligned. I was aligned. The truth is that life is a lot like this. There are things that light us up and there are things that don't. But where the awareness of our life purpose can be so helpful is that the more conscious awareness we bring to what does or doesn't light us up helps us to then feel empowered to create differently, to choose a different life for ourselves, one that is more aligning. And this is one reason why we can't look to other people to tell us the right or wrong way to do things or to live our lives. You have your own unique blueprint consisting of your own lessons and your own purposes. And in order for you to live your most fulfilling, authentic life, you need to lean into your own pathway for your highest evolvement. And that's only going to be able to be defined by you, not by looking at how or what other people are doing. So for me, during my higher education days, I thought I had picked the right career. And overall, I don't regret the time that I spent in that industry. But when I started getting bored and restless in that job is also when I found hand analysis. And I had my own hand read during a time when I was feeling unfulfilled and looking for understanding around how I changed that. So when the hand reader told me two of my life purposes, one of which was about being creative, the other was about success, I was kind of scratching my head like, what does that mean? And how do I live that? How is that a purpose, right? And I had dabbled in things like scrapbooking over the years, but I didn't find myself to be particularly creative, or at least in the way my mind thought creativity was defined, right? I loved music, but I wasn't that great at playing any instrument. I couldn't really draw, couldn't really paint, wasn't a singer, you know, so the quote unquote creative purpose kind of left me scratching 
scratching my head, like, how am I, how am I going to live this as a purpose when I don't feel like I'm a creative person? Now, the success life purpose, on the other hand, was a bit more identifiable to me. I was told that this purpose was a bit about being hardwired to know how to be successful in a way that society defines success, meaning there's this desire for money in the bank, climbing the corporate ladder, being a doer, checking things off the to-do list, you know, bringing things to completion. And I could relate to this purpose because I felt like I was living it. I was doing all of those things. Part of this purpose is about being a doer and checking those boxes and getting things done. And that I could really identify with. So what I didn't realize at the time was that what I just mentioned, the money, having the corner office, being a doer, that was actually the student version of this path. Meaning, you know, there's not any judgment about wanting those things at the time. It's just that that's not the true essence of living that purpose. That's not what brings fulfillment on the path of that purpose. The money, the corner office and the C-suite, getting things done didn't actually bring the success I was looking for. And after having achieved it and living it and finding myself in the corner office with the salary, with the title, I was still feeling unfulfilled. And now I understand why, because the success purpose is truly about defining what success looks like for you and living out your own definition of success, nobody else's. But I wasn't conscious to any of that until I had the awareness of how to best align with the true source of that purpose. So my life's work has been about uncovering what these purposes mean for me. And also I get to understand what it means more for me every time I help take someone else through discovering and uncovering their purposes. Now, in all fairness, the creative life purpose, we also sometimes call that the artist life purpose. Sometimes people will refer to it as the spotlight purpose. Essentially, this purpose is all about finding your right stage and kind of spilling your guts of your most unique, authentic, individualistic self. It has nothing to actually do with being artistic in the sense of you have to be good at the fine arts, right? It might mean that for some people, but it doesn't mean that for everyone. It's really about connecting into the heart and allowing your most authentic self the freedom to express in the way that feels best, in whatever form that takes. And when people are out of alignment with this purpose, they experience the lesson associated with it, which can often present as feeling like you don't belong or you don't fit in, being afraid of rejection, conforming to avoid feelings of rejection. It can take a number of different shapes, but as a result, there's a tendency to hide out, to wear a mask, to hide your most authentic self, to suppress your most unique nature out of fear of what others will think. And I love using this example because I know so many people can resonate with this, whether this is your purpose or not. It's the human condition. So there's so much more I can share about how this purpose plays out. But where I needed to start for me with this purpose was in understanding my emotions. I had to start by being authentic with myself, by being honest with myself. And I had to be authentic with spirit because when we tell ourselves a lot of lies that keep us stuck in unfulfilling circumstances, 
happens, we keep perpetuating more of the same. For example, I told myself for years that I could never work for myself because I'd never be able to make ends meet or have good health insurance. And yet here I am doing what I told myself I would never be able to do without any of the issues that my mind told me I would have. For anyone out there who does energy work with others, right? Anyone who channels spirit, works with the healing arts and, you know, the energy that moves through you to help you heal yourself and help others, that is inherently creative work. And that's the majority of work I do today. So as much as I felt like I wasn't creative, the work I do is incredibly creative. So my creativity is quite simply an expression of who I am and how I choose to show up in the world. The podcast, right? This is an expression of the wisdom that comes through me. And while I've learned this wisdom from other people and I've learned this wisdom from spirit, how I communicate what I've learned is a function of my personal expression. And you, my listeners, all become the audience or that so-called stage that I referenced earlier, right? So the point of this purpose is to be able to fully express who you are in the world. It's about letting your proverbial freak flag fly high and being totally unapologetic about it because anything that takes us out of our authenticity is going to throw us out of alignment with my true purpose, especially when this is the purpose that I've come in here to express. And the same is true for my success life purpose. I have a tendency to do things to feel successful or better yet, I'm sure many can relate to this one. We do things to avoid feeling like a failure. We overwork, we overperform, or we outdo to look successful, not because it feels successful, or perhaps we overdo to avoid feeling insufficient or inefficient. But the truth is with this purpose, the actual doing isn't what makes me successful. It honestly makes me tired. But with this purpose, my work has been about diving into my own definition of what success means for me. And honestly, I can't tell you what success looks like because that changes. But I can certainly tell you how it feels. It feels like peace. It feels like freedom. It feels like joy and happiness and fulfillment. It feels like high vibes and time to enjoy my life and explore and have adventures. And it feels like being surrounded by amazing, like-minded, heart-centered people. So the good news is that it's much easier to define how I want success to feel as opposed to trying to figure out what I need to do to be successful. Instead, I get to leave the door open for spirit to then surprise and delight me with all sorts of different opportunities and experiences that generate those feelings of success within me. But I'm not basing my success on some definition that has been imposed upon me based on society's view of what it means to be or not be successful. So the point I'm trying to make in telling you this story about my purpose is that we all have purpose, but how we fulfill our purposes evolves as we grow. And as I mentioned earlier, I've held careers in higher education. I've held a career in the corporate world. And in each of those jobs, I climbed the ladder quickly, and yet I still found myself in a loop of unfulfillment each and every time. On paper, it looked like I had everything that you know, most people dream about, but it wasn't fulfilling for me. Were some parts of it fulfilling? Of course, but not all of it was. And when I started reading hands for people, that was the first time in my life that I was doing something that I was putting forth a lot of effort into, into the learning, into the doing. And yet 
it felt effortless. Still to this day, when I'm done giving someone a hand reading, I'm usually bouncing off the walls when I'm done because I feel so fulfilled by the work. It fuels me. It energizes me. And that is how I knew that it was aligned with my purpose. So I could use that feeling, I could use that knowing to anchor this is what alignment feels like. And so as I then scanned the rest of my life and looked for real life examples of whether I was aligned or out of alignment, I could always come back to that anchor within myself of that is what alignment feels like. When I read hands, I know that I am aligned. So where else do I get that same feeling in my life? And where else in my life am I putting in a lot of effort or energy into things that are absolutely not serving me? that I absolutely feel drained and fatigued and exhausted. That is guiding me back to my alignment. But having that one experience of being fulfilled is what allowed me to understand what alignment with my purpose actually felt like. And what I realized was that I was settling for good enough in so many areas of my life, but allowing myself to fall short of total fulfillment. And that wasn't going to be okay for me. But having the contrast of understanding what being on purpose and not on purpose feels like, that was instrumental in the discovery process. So when I combine those two purposes into a grand purpose of creative success, I'm well on my way to living that, right? I have created a life or I am in the process of creating a life that I don't need a vacation from. I'm surrounded by these amazing heart-centered people that enrich my life in so many ways every day. I get to focus on my healing, the healing of others. I get to focus on my own evolution and helping others do the same as a way of making a living. I get to create my own schedule. I get to work from anywhere. I've created tremendous freedom in my life that I always wanted but never quite knew. And the more I challenge the beliefs and the paradigms that society has imparted on me and I'm able to see through those false belief systems and really see the truth, the more I step into living my truth. And there's nothing that feels more creative or successful than living a life that I'm creating on my terms. No one else's. If I'm being honest, it's not always easy to go against the grain in this way and blaze a new trail. It has a lot of people raising their eyebrows because they don't understand it. And it's been messy and confusing at times to find my way through. So I feel like I need to be honest about that. It wasn't all sunshine and rainbows getting to that point, but I can promise you it has been totally worth it. So my story here is reflective of a small portion of my purpose, and you have your own purpose. Perhaps we share some similar purposes, but ultimately, Regardless of what yours is, your emotions are always showing you the pathway to your most fulfilling life. And remember, you can fulfill that purpose in so many ways. It's not just your job or what you do. You can be of service to the neighbor next door shoveling their driveway. You might be developing the next computer app. You might be cooking a nourishing meal for yourself or someone else. You might simply be offering encouragement or a listening ear to a friend. You can fulfill your purpose in both small and big ways. You can even fulfill your purpose by meditating, by connecting with spirit. Why we do what we do, and most importantly, how we feel when we are doing those things tells us everything about our alignment or lack thereof 
when it comes to living our purpose. So remember, when you are out of alignment with your purpose, you are putting forth effort into the things that you're doing, but you will feel exhausted. You feel fatigued. Your days or the activities drain you. And when you are aligned with your purpose, you're putting forth effort into the things that you're doing, and yet they feel effortless. They energize you. They excite you. They just fill you up. So I'll leave you with this today. Reflect on how you're moving through your own life and start to take note and bring conscious awareness to the things that you do that fuel you and energize you and the things that drain you or deplete you. This is what's going to help you to determine where you are aligned with your purpose and where you're out of alignment with that purpose. Once we're able to identify those things, that's when we're able to recalibrate and make conscious decisions about what we want to consciously create moving forward so that we can feel good in our lives. Okay, friends, that's all for today. I will look forward to talking to you next time. Thank you so much for listening to The Guided Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I would be so grateful if you would share it with a friend or even leave me a review so we can ensure that it makes its way into the ears of listeners who need to hear these messages most. Until next time, may you remember how guided you truly are.